Hello friends at home, this is Dr. PJ Lakota. Uh, today we will be discussing uh, the subject that is very important and affects people inside and outside the church here on Kingdom Inside with Dr. Charles Kazumba. Can you imagine if we were more obedient, if we took God at His word? There is a reason to believe God. There is a reason to our faith. You could be poor in the eyes of men and yet rich in the eyes of God. Joy and satisfaction comes by knowing your purpose in life. Hello friends around the world. This is uh, Dr. Kazumba Charles. Uh, we bring you the word of God and uh, today actually we're going to change it up a little bit here on Kingdom Insight as we give you the insight into the word of God. Uh, I have on the program a very, very good friend of mine, uh, a medical doctor, and uh, he's going to help us with uh, a topic that I want to share because uh, I see this topic as I travel around the world. I see many people uh, depressed, and we'll be talking about uh, depression. And the, from a medical point of view, and at the end of the program, uh, at the end of uh, what the doctor is going to share with us, I'm going to share with you some scriptures that can also help you combat depression. Dr. Jackson Lakota, welcome on the program. Thank you for having me. You've been uh, doing a lot for us. You, you come in, you give us the nuggets uh, from a medical point of view, and it's so, so good because we need to know all these things. You know, we've been lied to that uh, doctors, actually, if you believe in doctors, then uh, they will take your faith away from God. And that is a lie because Luke was a doctor Absolutely. in the Bible. Yeah. He was a doctor. So we need uh, to get back to men and women of God who are medical doctors, who have the spirit of God, who can help us with common sense. And what we're going to talk about here is depression and the common sense of it, of how we can combat it. And then uh, we're going to share the scriptures. Now, we'll begin by uh, the question, because I've got a small qu few questions here that are going to help us. Uh, how common is uh, depression, first of all? Um, so depression is the most common mental illness in the general population. And uh, in terms of percentages, it varies from country to country, but it's generally between 3 and up to 17% uh, of the population suffers uh, in different countries suffers from depression. So it's a pretty common condition. Um, definitely in the clinical setting, in primary care, it's the most common mental disorder that we encounter. Despite how common it is, the diagnosis in the mm. clinical setting mm. is very low, only about 50%. And the reason for that is because, unfortunately, depression remains one of the most stigmatized disease. Mm. And the wrong notion that depression is not really a, 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 an illness. Mm -hmm. um, it is viewed by some people as rather just an inability of the person to deal with uh, uh, their problems. Oh. And this is creating a problem. Mm -hmm. So because people are not coming forth to mm -hmm. the doctors when they feel that they are depressed because mm -hmm. of the stigma that is associated with it. Mm -hmm. And as you can imagine, in some cultures as well, like especially the African cultures, mm -hmm. uh, we don't really know depression. Yeah. There's nothing called no. depression. No. We, we just have 
life is hard. Yeah. Uh, I've got problems. Yeah. Things, my things are not going well. Yes, that's and, true. And, and you don't go to the doctor when your things are not going mm. well. So as a result, people don't come forth, yeah. and therefore the diagnosis of it tends to be uh, uh, less. Mm -hmm. But in the general population, there's a lot of it. There's also the, the, the fear of people and the idea of being put on antidepressant medication mm -hmm. and the idea of being referred to a psychiatry. Mm -hmm. Again, the stigma related to that, it leads to people not coming forth. So in mm -hmm. the general population, there's a lot of depression. Mm -hmm. However, uh, diagnosis in the clinical setting, it's still lower because of uh, reasons like uh, what we've already we've already mentioned there's still a huge stigma unfortunately because of these uh, so people are just thinking uh, because uh, and that is very true we're thinking it's just uh, you are depressed because you can't deal with your issues exactly and it's like the notion there, which is wrong, is that we all have problems. Mm -hmm. how, come, how, can, how come you can't deal with yours? Mm -hmm. So because of that, because of that, mm. people don't come forth. Yeah. There's also a fear of um, uh, uh, or, or lack of trust mm -hmm. uh, of the medical yeah. um, uh, personnel or staff in terms of confidentiality. Yes. People are afraid that if they come out and they open up that they are suffering from depression, the news will be all over all and over. their friends will know about yeah. it. So again, it's another issue that is resulting in people keeping it within, mm -hmm. even though it's, it's number of people, there's number of people that you speak to and you can tell that this person is clinically depressed. Mm -hmm. They are depressed. However, they don't, some of them, they don't see it that way. Yeah. Uh, that's where the cultural differences come, mm -hmm. come in as well. I mean, where I come from, I don't know anybody that has been, ever been diagnosed with depression, depression and they are on treatment. Yeah. However, when you speak to people, you can tell that they mm -hmm. are clearly depressed. depressed. So, so, so cultural interferences there uh, um, play wow. a huge role. That is very true because, uh, you know, when I moved to Canada 10 years ago, yeah. um, it was my first time to hear the word depression. Yeah. A person is depressed. Right. Uh, coming from, like you've said, coming from Africa, you don't hear that word. Yeah. I'm depressed. We just say life is hard. Yeah. We just deal with it. And then uh, it affects a lot about our yeah. families, yeah. how we relate with exactly. people, it's, how we relate with God. It's not being everything. viewed as an illness. That is the problem. And yet it is an illness. Yeah. yeah. People don't think that you can be put on treatment for life's problems because they view it as life's problems yeah so as a result they don't go to the doctor for that so the diagnosis remains low and people continue to suffer because it really interferes with the quality of life that mm -hmm. people people have when they when they're suffering from depression now how do you diagnose something like that something right. very difficult like that right so they've come up with a criteria uh, to make the diagnosis of uh, 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 depression. And we're talking specifically major depression or mm -hmm. unipolar depression because you can get bipolar depression. But today we're talking about unipolar or major depression. So the criteria, they've identified the major symptoms mm -hmm. that are common in people with depression. And they recommend that if you've got five of these symptoms and they are present almost every day for most of the day mm -hmm. for a period of two consecutive mm -hmm. weeks then you're likely having depression and these symptoms might not be accounted for or caused by anything else like mm -hmm. a major medical uh, disease or substance abuse mm -hmm. and these uh, uh, symptoms they must cause 
a, a big or a significant interference in your quality of life in terms of socially, uh, uh, occupationally, and, and, and otherwise. So they must cause a significant distress, mm -hmm. okay? And, and for, for today, basically, I would say even if you, if you have even one of these symptoms, mm -hmm. go and see somebody yeah. and, and get a proper screening mm -hmm. and, 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 and a checkup and be diagnosed. And these symptoms, basically, they are one, depressed mood and low energy, mm -hmm. okay? Thirdly, loss of interest in the things that you previously used to used enjoy. To like enjoy. Okay? Mm -hmm. Poor concentration. Mm -hmm. Loss of appetite and loss of weight. Or some people can experience extreme appetite mm -hmm. and weight gain. So mm -hmm. the other end of it. Yeah. Poor sleep, mm -hmm. insomnia, or the extreme end of it where you're sleeping a lot more than usual. Yeah. Okay? If you've got a problem with um, or a, a sense of worthlessness mm -hmm. and guilt, mm -hmm. okay, and, and we're talking, as I mentioned before, every day, mm -hmm. most of the day, for at least two consecutive weeks. Mm -hmm. Also, the big one is uh, constant thoughts of suicide, of feeling that you would be better off dead, okay? Yeah. So all the symptoms, if you have any of these, to make the clinical diagnosis of depression, you have to have at least five of them. Mm -hmm. But I would say to the people out there that even if you identify one of them, mm -hmm. uh, go and see your doctor and get a proper, uh, proper screening, proper screening done. If you, if you, if, if, if I've mentioned anything that you think you, you, you're probably suffering from, so you should see, you should see somebody. Yeah, somebody, and then you share. Now, uh, because uh, many people they are scared of uh, sharing those things, what? Are the risk factors of this right so so the the, the cause of depression it's not just one thing mm -hmm. they have they have identified multiple uh, factors uh, including genetic including social including uh, environmental factors okay and uh, they've, they've found that uh, genetics it's one uh, 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 as in most diseases uh, so if you've got a family history of depression, uh, uh, you have a, a more increased chance of getting depression than mm -hmm. a, a, a another person. Uh, and if you've had a prior episode of episode, uh, a prior episode of depression yourself, you're likely to get it again in the future. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. uh, they, they have found that the female gender mm -hmm. uh, uh, is a risk factor. Yeah. Females are more likely to suffer from depression, depression. Uh, uh, than, uh, the male uh, than male counterparts. Yeah childhood trauma mm -hmm. uh, and that could be anything could have be, you could have been raped as a child mm -hmm. you could have had encountered something serious uh, that really uh, hurt you as a child mm -hmm. it increases your likelihood of getting depression as a, a, as an adult mm -hmm. um, also stressful life events mm -hmm. where we're talking about things like uh, loss of a job uh, loss of a love, loved one, mm -hmm. um, a divorce, things like that. So they are also associated with uh, a likelihood of developing a, a depression. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, substance abuse, mm -hmm. uh, uh, as well as diseases like um, uh, dementia, mm -hmm. uh, they've also been found to be uh, 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 factors associated with, uh, with the development of uh, depression. Poor social uh, mm -hmm. support. Okay, as you can imagine, somebody who's on their own, they're struggling through things, they don't have anybody to cry onto, there's nobody to support them. So things like that, mm -hmm. they can all contribute towards the development of uh, uh, depression. Depression. Now, we, we want to know as well the uh, 
the management after you know the, the the person has gone to the doctor they've told them they find they found that yes for sure you've got you know depression or you are suffering from depression and um, the doctor usually will give them the management guidelines correct yes, yes. Uh, we know from a Christian background we're gonna read the Word of God we're gonna stand on the Word of God it's very important to hear from a medical point of view how we can manage depression how do we manage it then absolutely and I've already uh, alluded to a point of uh, uh, having uh, a big social uh, support mm -hmm. or lack of social support as one of the contributing factors to developing depression. So you can imagine that as part of management mm -hmm. uh, of depression, support, support, support. Yes. Okay? You are more likely to do well as a depression sufferer mm -hmm. if you've got a good family structure, mm -hmm. you've got friends that you can cry on to, uh, you've got a, a good doctor whom when you go to see uh, listens to you, supports you. So even support groups okay, where you come in together with people that have suffered depression or are suffering mm -hmm. from depression and you can come together and they can share ideas of how they overcame their illnesses. So support is very, is very very important mm -hmm. we always try and start with a non-pharmacological or, or avoid using medication mm -hmm. in the beginning if we can yeah okay and the other part of it is psychotherapy mm -hmm. uh, and psychotherapy involves things like cognitive mm -hmm. and uh, behavioral therapy mm -hmm. uh, interpersonal therapy problem management uh, therapy because these therapies um, you've got trained professionals who are trained in helping you to change your thinking process mm -hmm. you know ideas and thinking like um, uh, there is nothing I can do there's no hope uh, for me my situation can never change so therapies like uh, dealing with or managing your the how you think and how you process things in your life can help people manage um, uh, uh, depression mm -hmm. uh, and when all that has failed uh, there is actually medications that can be used mm -hmm. for the treatment of uh, depression and there's different classes there's mm -hmm. different kinds of medications uh, uh, which I won't get into mm -hmm. uh, but when your doctor has uh, screened you and has made the diagnosis of uh, um, depression, they can dis discuss uh, different management uh, uh, strategies with you. But uh, uh, people need to know out there that uh, depression can be treated mm -hmm. with non-pharmacological as well as with pharmacological uh, options. You know, in the Christian circles, we, we call depression as uh, being bent out. We just say, I've been bent out. Right. And, uh, and yet, uh, even in within the Christian community, uh, the people that you think, you know, we say we are filled with the Holy Spirit, um, and you see they are freaking out all of a sudden, saying yeah. things, of, and like, has that to do with uh, some yeah. of the events that have been taking off over their lives through depression or circumstances, things like that? Right. What do you think? Right. And, and, and in fact, if, if, if there is stigma already about depression in the general population, yeah. you can imagine how much more stigma would be there in the church. In the church. Like, how can you be the child of God, mm -hmm. filled with the Spirit of God, yeah. and suffer depression? depression yeah. so, so you get looked upon as if you're there's something strong. wrong with you. You're not strong. In you don't faith. have faith. Yeah. So you can yeah. imagine it would be very hard for a Christian person to actually come forth mm -hmm. and say, I am suffering from depression. Mm -hmm. But Christian people, Christian are people as well. They are humans. Mm -hmm. You know, 
Uh, thank God we've got God that we can pray to and the Spirit of God that can help us. Amen. But if this is something that you feel you're yeah. suffering from, speak to somebody. We need to break the stigma around depression. Amen. You Amen. know, and that it's a, it's a, it's really very important as you're sharing this because uh, I, I've seen it in churches, I've seen it in uh, Christians, uh, where depression has taken over, and we have an attitude uh, to say, "Well, they're not just strong; they they are just weak." Exactly. And it's a stigma. We are it is. stigmatizing it is. against Pastors those people. Pastors do suffer from yeah. depression. Oh yeah, a lot. I've been in ministry for quite some time, and you know, there it's a battle. It's not an easy one. Exactly. You see. So now I, I want you to quickly touch on uh, uh, screening guidelines. I know you've touched a little bit about that. Yeah. What are screening guidelines? Right. So, so the guidelines differ uh, internationally from country to, to country. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, the, the United States recommend that every adult uh, mm -hmm. should be screened for depression. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, um, Canada, on the other hand, they say... Um, no, not every adult needs to be. Uh, however, what we should do is that doctor just need to be, doctors need to be more vigilant mm -hmm. when they are interacting with patients mm -hmm. and have a high index of suspicion uh, for, for, for depression and, uh, and, 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 and be able to see beyond what the patient is presenting with. Because mm -hmm. some people with, with depression can come in with what we call somatic or physical symptoms. Mm -hmm. Somebody can just present with constant headaches, mm -hmm. constant backaches. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the real problem is really depression. Yeah. So, so the, the screening guidelines, they differ, but I would say to people out there, if you think you have a depression, if you have any of the symptoms that we've mentioned, mm -hmm. Go and see your doctor. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's different screening tools. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got the depression uh, uh, um, questionnaire, also called the PHQ-9. There's the PHQ-2. There's the WHO-5. So there's different tools that can be used out there. They are available to help clinicians and primary care physicians in diagnosing depression. The main message is that if you think you've got any of these symptoms that may suggest you're having depression, do not hesitate to go and speak to your doctor about that. Do not hesitate to go and speak to your doctor about that. Now, I, wa I want you to know the, the, uh, the, the, the biggest problem here when you are depressed is that uh, you won't even find the courage to pray. You won't even find the courage to read the Word of God. And that is why this is very important. Uh, if you can't get your pastor to pray for you and you know for sure you are delivered from it, the doctors are there. God has given these men and women of God. And like him, he's a, he's a man of God in the church with the Spirit of God. And God has given them this ability to point out these things to help us out. You know, they are not a threat to our faith. Now, uh, I want you to tell us the take-home message. We need the message to take with us home, to build on what you've, uh, you know, been discussing with us. What is the take-home message? Right. The message that I would really say to people out there back home is that depression, it's a serious illness. It's a real illness, like hypertension, like diabetes. Mm -hmm. It is not just a sign of weakness, or you being unable to deal with problems. Mm -hmm. It is an illness, yeah. okay? And it is very common. We need to break the stigma mm -hmm. around depression mm -hmm. and treat it just like any other illness. Mm -hmm. And if you do have signs or symptoms of depression, do not hesitate uh, to go and speak to a healthcare professional. Uh, help is available. 
people have been diagnosed with depression and they have been successfully treated it is something that can be treated um, there are medications and there are other non-medication options to treating depression let's break the stigma on depression and go and speak to somebody if you've got symptoms of depression if you've got symptoms of uh, depression. You've got to understand that uh, this is uh, very important because uh, we want to be a people that can function in the community. I always say this, uh, if I'm a child of God with the spirit of God, who knows God, who has God in me, and then I'm on the streets, I'm just freaking out at everybody. I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm me, I'm, I'm, actually doing disservice to the kingdom of God because I know I've been bent out yeah. and I'm not demonstrating the character or the attitude of the kingdom of God. That's why, you know, people ask, oh, you are an hypocrite. You say you, are, you, are, you, you have the word of God and yet you behave differently. You know, there is a lot of things that can cause us to be depressed, uh, like the doctor has mentioned. And it's very important for us to go and look at these things seriously. We want to be a functional body of Christ, people that can represent God with all purity, with all character, with all nature that concerns the kingdom of God. And I hope you have been uh, impacted by this word and you're going to look at your life and say, I want to take back my life from the hands of the enemy, from the lies that that's, you know, put stigma on uh, depression. And it's a silent killer. I would say that. Depression Abs is a silent killer. Absolutely. I, I know a few people, uh, because we're just on television here, I can't say that, who I know were depressed, and they said this to me. They were depressed, and uh, they're Christians. Christians. Exactly. And uh, I want you to know, not only just Christians, they were leaders in their churches. Right. Even people who are doing well in life, like yeah. financially, yeah. they can suffer depression. We do know of, of some of celebrities yeah. who have taken their own lives, committed, committed suicide. suicide. Celebrities who everybody's looking up to. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and it was clear when, yeah. when, when after he died that mm. he had been suffering depression for so yeah. long. And I was like, wow, he made me laugh so much when yeah. I watched his movies. Mm -hmm. I would never have thought that somebody like yeah. that would suffer depression. He yeah. was funny and all that. Mm. So it, it, it doesn't pick and choose. No, no. Like any other disease, it doesn't pick and choose. So some, someone might be thinking out there that if I just get uh, um, a little bit more money, if I just get paid more, mm. my life would be fine. Not necessarily. Not necessarily, no. Not necessarily. No. Rich people yeah. do suffer depression yes. because money isn't everything. No. It doesn't solve everything. No. Having love and yeah. people around you, mm -hmm. social support is more important, I would say. And positive, positive people. Absolutely. You know, positive exactly. friends. Exactly. That's the key weight. And it's very, very important because I, I can see even us as we share the gospel, you know, being in ministry, it's not easy. You get all thing, kind of things thrown at you. Right. Kind of bad things thrown at you. And yeah. then uh, you got good friends. Uh, I've got a friend in the city here, uh, Pastor Phil. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll sit, we'll share, we'll talk positively to each other. Yeah. And it uplifts us. And exactly. there are times, even as a pastor, exactly. you are powerful. You just preach the powerful message yeah. and you feel just like... Absolutely. Punctured. So you've made a very important point. Surround yes. yourself with positivity. Yes. Positivity. Positivity, positive people. If you're watching this, you, you like uh, each... How do you know that you have uh, positive people in your life? 
It is when you are with those people and you feel, when you get out of that group, you feel, you know, you have been uplifted in your spirit. You feel you have been, uh, you know, uplifted. Not where you feel like, oh, that conversation that I had, oh, it accumulates on your life. Uh, uh, like I said, uh, uh, Dr. Jackson, uh, a very good friend, um, uh, I know, uh, 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 not only that, a pastor in some ways yeah. uh, just committed suicide. Yeah. And uh, this is a man who knew the word of God. This is the man who was in church saving and committed suicide. Yeah. That's why I wanted us to share on this for you coming from a, you know, a doctor point of view, a medical personnel point of view to, to tell us the, the problem of this. And you've yeah. mentioned you know, stigma is one of them and we leaders, we don't even uh, you know, help. Yeah. Because yeah. the moment we see a person suffering from that, we think they are weak in their spirit. Exactly. Man. You're and just weak. Come on, rise up. You're and, just and that weak. That is very wrong. Now that, we got Christians drinking in their homes, busy drinking, smoking in their homes. Exactly. Uh, uh, they are depressed and then they come out and then they're trying to live a different life. Yeah, you see they are looking for, for whatever kind of help that they can get, yeah. right? Whatever that can relieve the symptoms that they, that they have. If it's substance abuse or mm -hmm. substance use, if it's alcohol, whatever. They are looking for help. Mm -hmm. And I think this is where, as the church, we need to rise up uh -huh. and remove this, this stigma mm -hmm. and accept these people mm -hmm. and, and, and be available to help them and just be a friend. Yeah. You never know what that can do. Just, yeah. just be a friend to somebody. Mm. Just take somebody out for lunch, invite them over to your home, entertain them. You never know what that can do. Yeah. Sometimes and, and it's like, like a sense of, uh, of belonging. Uh -huh. okay? yeah. Some people don't have that. Yeah a sense of worth, sense of belonging. And when you invite them into your life as a friend mm. and, 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 and you keep them close, they feel like they have a sense of yeah. belonging because some people don't have friends. Yeah. Others don't even have family support. And that's and true. it's very sad. And that's true. You know, um, as you're watching this program, you're saying uh, sometimes you go to church, you come out, you are depressed as if, you know, just like you didn't even hear the word of God. Yeah. Uh, I encourage you, as the doctor said, see the doctor. But above all, as well, you can do something uh, uh, in within, you know, the ability that God has given you. Surround yourself with good people, positive people. I want to read uh, a scripture to you here. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 8. It says, uh, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. What, I'm talking, what am I talking about here? Knowing that God will not leave you, knowing that God will not forsake you, is also key to understanding that your God is going to encourage you. Find great people who speak words of love, who speak in positive words. People can encourage your life. I mentioned I've got a very good friend of mine in the city here, uh, one of the pastors, Pastor Phil, the way a point in my life as well, where, you know, I was at the lowest point of my life. Uh, as a minister, and I'm telling you this on television, and you know what? When I found this good, great friend of mine, my life has never been the same. We talk, we can call each other 24-7 and just talk. Sometimes we just call in the morning, man of God, let's go. We're going for coffee. Yeah. We're going right now. I said, I have no, no, I didn't plan this. Yeah, you don't have to plan it. Let's go. And it has helped me. Find great people in your life. Surround with great people in your life. 
and uh, good people who are going to understand you, not who are going to belittle you or see you as uh, useless. Thank you for watching this program. I'll have Dr. Jackson come back again with another Kingdom Insight nugget on a medical point of view. God bless you. I want to hear your. I, I want to hear what God has, do, has done through this message. Write to us live at kazumbachals.com. Shalom. Hello, friends around the world. Thank you uh, for all your support, your prayers. This is uh, Dr. Kazumba Charles and my wife, Glory Kazumba. Uh, we have purposed in our heart to be a blessing to many people. We have the books that we want to send to you and to your household. We want to send to you the weapon of forgiveness, uh, revisiting the foundation, and uh, the parables of the kingdom of God. Write to us, life at kazumbachows.com. And life at kazumbachows.com, if you have uh, any prayer requests, Glory and I will be able and will be glad to pray for you and to pray with you and to believe God to do the miraculous in your life. Please write to us and we want to send you those materials. Just say hello to the people. Hello people. Glorious. Shalom. Bye-bye.